I have one thing to say to you. Kiss my fat ass. Hello, all my fellow mourners of diet culture. It is I, Emily Lubin. I'm the Grim Reaper and the host of this show. Welcome to RIP Diets, Season 2, Episode 16. We got a little episode for you today. I am solo. I don't have a guest. And I've been preparing all week to go upstate. I'm going to Woodstock for the weekend. But I needed to get this episode in. I needed to get you guys your RIP diets to start your week off. So here we go. I still don't have access to the Facebook group Just to continue this little saga that I told you guys about last week, my account was hacked, haven't been able to recover it, still trying to get a hold of Facebook. I got one email back and then nothing after that. So just keep praying for me. Keep me in your thoughts and prayers and wish me well on this journey to uh, getting something done with customer support people, which seems to never actually happen for me. But my boyfriend Andy has been sharing with me the posts that you guys are leaving in the Facebook group and I'm pretty heartbroken that I can't comment on them or even like them because I have no access to my account. So I'm going to read one that was so timely because I had such a similar experience recently and I'll get into it but here we go. This was a gorgeous and flawless listener who wrote in the Facebook group about getting weighed at the doctor's office. And this is what she said. I've been avoiding going to the doctor for like seven years. Yikes. Because it makes me so anxious. A lot of that has to do with me not wanting to be weighed. I never weigh myself because it used to be an obsession. So anyway, ironically enough, I recently had to go to the doctor to get an RX for anxiety. The nurse who took me into the room was super nice and I told her I didn't want to be weighed. This was especially important to me because I have absolutely gained a good amount of weight in the past couple years, but I've been feeling pretty okay about it. She said they had to do it for insurance as it was my first visit, so I asked to turn the other way on the scale and for her not to tell me. She agreed to that and that was just kind overall. She even sharpied out my weight on the document I received after the visit. Ah, that is, see, we need more nurses like that. That is amazing. But then I get home to sign into my chart. I know where this is going to set a follow-up appointment and see if my RX is ready. And there's my weight clearly displayed on the dashboard. Ugh, I know not everything in life can be sanitized so that people are not triggered, but damn, it was rough. Now that I know my weight, all of the sudden I feel huge and extremely uncomfortable in my body. It's so fascinating how before I went to the doctor, I was feeling healthy and good about myself. Now, just because of a dumb number, the way I perceive myself has totally changed. Okay, girl. I just got to tell you, you are not alone. Going to the doctor is something that I avoid at all costs. And even from when I was really little, I cannot remember a time that I didn't absolutely dread going to the doctor. And the biggest reason was that 
I knew they were going to weigh me. And it seems like they weigh you no matter what you go in for. Like you have a sprained elbow, they weigh you. I never understand it. Now that you're saying uh, these were for insurance purposes, I guess that makes sense. But I also think that in and of itself is fucked up because it's like the insurance company is keeping tabs on your weight and probably going to increase your copay or drop you if you're above a certain weight, which I know happens in the medical industry. And I think it's so fucked up. I really commend you for asking to turn away from the scale and for holding your ground on that because it's kind of awkward. It's, it's even for me, it's awkward. And I actually had a similar experience when I was getting prescribed anxiety medication And this was with a psychiatrist. She told me to get on the scale and she, by the way, I told her ahead of time my history with disordered eating. I told her I don't want my weight to be a topic of conversation. I usually try to prep people because I knew that she would bring it up. I knew she would bring it up because I know that when people go on SSRIs, one of their main worries is weight gain, which can happen with some SSRIs, doesn't happen for everybody, and it varies from medication to medication. But I knew this would be a thing. So I told her, listen, I I have a history. I don't really want to get into talking about my weight. And she took that as me telling her that I'm worried about gaining weight, which is exactly not what I was saying. I was saying that I don't want my weight to come into play at all, but she made sure to still warn me that I might gain weight on the medication. She tried to get me on a scale. I refused to get on the scale. And then she said something that was so fucked up to me. She said, I'm getting a sense that you're the type of person that is really conscious of her weight. So I'm just warning you that this could happen. And if you don't get on the scale, then we don't know what we're starting with. And we don't know if the medication is going to make you gain weight because we don't know your weight. And then I had to say a third or fourth time to her, I do not want to know my weight. I don't want to know if it changes. I don't want to know why. That's not what I'm focused on. And I think when uh, people who are medical professionals, when they see so many people who are so concerned about weight gain, they feel like it's their responsibility to warn you about that. But I also feel like there's a lot of insensitivity and you should defer to your patient on these things. And I also just don't think it's necessary a lot of the time. And Quite recently, um, it was actually Monday of this week, I went to the gynecologist, okay, because I was a little overdue for the pap schmear, and I just needed to get checked out. I'm trying to be a responsible adult who goes to the doctor when she's supposed to and gets checked out, and that's not something that I ever did before because I was so terrified of going to the doctor's office. But I made the appointment. I had to make it two months in advance because that's the way things go in America. And I finally went to the gynecologist and the nurse had me get on the scale beforehand. And honestly, it happened so quickly and I wasn't even thinking about it. I I didn't think that 
I would need to be weighed before a gynecology appointment. But silly me, right? Because as I said before, they will weigh you for a sprained ankle. So it's no wonder why nobody ever wants to go to the doctor. The doctor can be a very dehumanizing experience. I was even thinking, because I went to this new gynecologist, and she was so nice, but very matter-of-fact, very, you know, the appointment was so quick. She used the speculum. She takes one look into my puss. (laughs) She looked it right in the eye, and she was like, yep, everything looks good, and then quickly exited, and that was pretty much it. She asked me if I had any concerns. I was just thinking like we really need to revamp the doctor appointment, make it a more fun experience, specifically the gynecologist. Like how much more enjoyable would the gynecologist be if you went to like a sex positive feminist gynecologist that when she has you spread your legs and examines you, she's saying, girl, look at that cervix. That is a beautiful cervix. Good for you, girl. And congrats on not getting a UTI this month. Congratulations. You did it. You did it, queen. I would so much prefer going to that kind of gynecologist than any gynecologist I've ever been to. So maybe I'll go to medical school and I'll become a gynecologist and I will be the sex positive feminist gynecologist, the hype queen gynecologist that I've been dreaming of. So the nurse asked me to get on the scale. I didn't really have time to process or have time to say no. So I kind of I just did it. I haven't weighed myself in four years. So this was the first time in four years that I've even stepped on a scale. It was so bizarre. It felt so surreal. I get on the scale and the number, I mean, I'm not going to say what the number was, but the number was in what I believe is my set point range. And I've talked about set point before. Set point is uh, a term that's often used in intuitive eating. It's basically a theory that when you're not trying very hard and you're not focused on deliberate exercise and you're not dieting, your body wants to stay within a range and that range is different for everybody. But for me, just um, judging by where my weight is now and where it's been in the past, I have a rough idea of what it is. Again, I don't attribute so much to that number. If I go beyond that range or below that range, I'm not going to consider that to be that big of a deal. I probably wouldn't even know because I I don't have a scale at home. But if I go to the doctor in the future, it's not like I'm going to be torn apart if the weight is different. When it happened, I noticed that the weight was at the lower end of my set point range, but still within that range. And in the moment, I felt very affirmed. The number on the scale was actually very affirming to me that everything that I'm doing and this process that I've been through the past few years with intuitive eating is absolutely the right call for me. And 
that I just, I don't need to watch that number because it used to be that I would go to the doctor, they would weigh me, the number would be usually higher than what I wanted. So then I would leave the doctor's office, immediately go on a diet. The next time I'd go to the doctor's office, it would be less. And then inevitably I would yo-yo back to where I was and then back down and then back to where I was and, or maybe higher and then back down. And that process of seeing the number and then changing your behavior, that really only sets you back because you're going to try to do more extreme things to control the weight that now you know what the number is. And then it's going to swing in the other direction. And that leads to, you know, yo-yo dieting and weight fluctuations like crazy, you know, little fluctuations are okay, but gaining 20 pounds and then losing 30 and then gaining 50 and then losing 40. That's not what I want to be doing. That's not the life that I want to live. And I don't think it's healthy. So I did feel very comfortable with that number, knowing what I know and having worked really hard on myself. However, I think that if I were to have weighed myself or allowed a doctor to weigh myself even a year ago, a year and a half ago, it could have potentially backfired in a really big way. And maybe I wouldn't be as far along as I am right now. So I really encourage you to just minimize getting on the scale as much as possible And the listener that wrote in, you know, this was a fluke and you didn't mean to see your weight. You saw it by accident and you did everything you could to not be weighed and to not know that number. And I really commend you for that because, you know, even I, when I went to the gynecologist, I kind of didn't have time to think and I just ended up getting on the scale. It turned out being fine and didn't really negatively affect my mental health this week, but there was definitely a time when it would have. So I encourage you to keep sticking to that. Even though you know your weight now, that doesn't mean that you should backslide and start weighing yourself to see if it goes up or down. Just try your very best to disregard that number. Weight is so relative. And what you think is a heavy weight might be the right weight for you. Or maybe This is just what your body needs to go through in order to reach that equilibrium and get to that set point range. So as hard as it is, I really encourage you to not change any of your behavior and to really not try to ramp up any kind of fad diets or fad fitness routines or anything to try to reduce that number because it's just going to backfire on you. Continue challenging doctors or nurses that try to weigh you. A lot of the time when you say, I don't want to be weighed, they will completely disregard the weight and not make you get on the scale because I've done that before and it's made me realize that it's kind of just a routine a lot of the time and they don't actually need it. And you can say, I know that you don't need this for my uh, carpal tunnel. You don't need to know my weight. So I'm, I really don't want to get on the scale. And if you give them a hard enough time, they will not make you do it a lot of the time. And if they do, again, just turn around and don't go on my chart. Just try to try to communicate with the actual people at the front desk if you need to make an appointment or get your prescription or because you know that that number is going to be on my chart. Ugh, the dreaded my chart. I also would just like to say that the fact 
that before you went to the doctor, you were feeling good, you were feeling healthy and comfortable in your body, that's proof that you are doing all the right things. We need to kind of disregard that number. Even if you know it, even though you know what that number is now, try to disregard it. I know it's so hard. It's much easier said than done. But the fact that you were feeling healthy and comfortable in your body beforehand shows that the number is just a number. And we can disregard that number. And then we can go back to feeling comfortable and healthy and sexy and awesome in our bodies and never have to know what that number is again. That's the mini episode for today, you guys. Please continue writing in the Facebook group. My boyfriend is showing me your posts and I will respond to them on the show and hopefully be back very soon. In the meantime, as always, you can slide into my DMs. I'm Lubination on Instagram. That's L-U-B-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. And you can also follow the show on Instagram at R.I.P. Diets. And you can write to me at R.I.P. Diets at gmail.com if you have a specific question that you want me to answer on the show or a story you'd like to share. I love hearing from you guys in whatever way makes you most comfortable. Also, if you want even more R.I.P. Diets content, go to patreon.com slash R.I.P. Diets. I'm uploading a brand new video on there in the next couple days. Get excited. I like to give you guys a more intimate look at my recovery and my life as a 30-year-old weight neutral, body neutral, body positive human being living in New York City. So if that sounds appealing to you, patreon.com slash RIP diets. And finally, you guys, if you like the show, write an iTunes review. You can access it on the Apple Podcast app on your phone and you can create any username you want so it's completely anonymous and just write some nice shit about the show. Give it five stars. It really helps people find the show and it'll help us grow this community. So until next week, have a fabulous week. Enjoy the dawn of springtime. I don't know where you are in the world, but in New York City, it's looking green. It's looking fresh. The thoughts are out. White shirts with no bra underneath seems to be the trend. People are feeling this hot girl summer vibe. So I hope you are as well. Peace, love, RIP diets. Diets.